Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Wonderful Arsenio's ESL Podcast. And today is a brutal one. Oh my god, the Milky Way. Oh, goodness gracious. Listen, towards the end, I just lost my shit. I'm gonna be honest with you. I've never had a physics slash science type of question at the end, okay? At the, literally, the end of the test. Whereas they're literally asking you about a diagram. Circles. Where the air goes here and there. That This is totally English unrelated. Okay? So if you believe that you may end up getting a question like this, no, you will not. Because that is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous to get a question like this in which you will hear at the end. But other than that, this is a very, very good, wonderful podcast. If you have any questions and want to join the discussion and you're interested in coaching and stuff like that, let me know. And until then, people, stay tuned. Brace yourself, take notes, and get ready for the questions. Hit this. So this is a lecture, and it's not going to be a two-way conversation. You might hear the professor or lecturer ask a couple of questions, but for the most part, it's going to be straightforward. Like, it's just going to have one person speaking about something specific. A lecture is mainly about... It could be, the majority of the time, it's about science. So, obviously, the one that we're going to be doing, the Milky Way, there you go. Or it could be about a person, a figure. It could be an art history class. It could be history in general. It could be a number of different things. You know, I was going to pick Cecilia Bow, but I decided to go into science because there's a very high chance that you will probably get a science question. As opposed to... Uh, autobiography all right like okay. someone explaining about themselves their lives and stuff so again these ones are a little bit crazier all right so you just like i did you better take some good notes all right so here we go let's do it three two one listen to a part of a lecture in a classroom Last week, we talked about the Milky Way. We know that the Milky Way is the galaxy that contains the solar system. This week, we're going to look at some of the interactions between galaxies in space. And, as an example, we're going to focus on the Milky Way and the several smaller galaxies that are bound to it. Now, being bound to it doesn't necessarily mean they're in orbit around the Milky Way, but that there's a gravitational link between those galaxies and the Milky Way. We call this group of galaxies the local group, and we estimate there are between 14 and 26 small galaxies within 1.4 million light years of the Milky Way. Now, we can't see all of these small galaxies, not with the naked eye at any rate. But the two galaxies we can see with the naked eye are the large Magellanic clouds and the small Magellanic clouds. We've been able to see these two for millennia, since prehistory. These two galaxies aren't in orbit around the Milky Way. Or at least, that's what the latest measurements from the Hubble telescope suggest. They're actually just moving too fast to be in orbit. But other galaxies, such as the Sagittarius Dwarf, are in orbit around the Milky Way. It's been confirmed that Sagittarius Dwarf is in orbit around the Milky Way. And is in fact in the process of being consumed by it. Now, what do we mean by this? Well, the Sagittarius Dwarf Galaxy is literally being ripped apart by the tidal forces of our galaxy. 
giant streams of stars from the satellite galaxy are literally being sucked into the Milky Way's path. And these stars begin to go around the Milky Way. The Virgo stellar stream is another one. It's believed that this stream of stars once was an orbiting dwarf galaxy, but now its shape has been completely distended by the Milky Way's gravity. Now, how exactly is this happening? Well, that's rather more difficult to say. We know of various ways in which galaxies interact, from merging to ram pressure stripping. Gas compression, gravitational interaction, and cluster tides? Well, <laughs> I see some blank faces out there, and I realize that I'm going over your heads, yeah. and I don't expect you to note these down. I just want to illustrate the various interactions taking place. What we don't know is to what extent one of these mechanisms is more important in the consumption of galaxies than others. There are just too many unknown factors at the present, at the present time. So let me give you an example of this, and we'll revisit the two Magellanic clouds, the small and the large. Now, in this picture, you can see the two galaxies massed together here. Trailing behind it is a stream, or a trail, of neutral hydrogen clouds. This was discovered, oh, 25 years ago or so. Research over the last two decades has led to the conclusion that the material was being stripped from the Magellanic Clouds by tidal interaction between the Magellanic Clouds and the Milky Way. But astronomers weren't satisfied with the tidal interaction theory for two main reasons. First, there's not any stars in the stream, just neutral hydrogen, as I said. Plus, there's no leading stream, and what I mean by that is, there is no stream breaking away from the galaxy in the direction of orbit. There's just the one trailing behind. And if tidal interaction was the mechanism causing the consumption of the Magellanic Clouds, we'd expect to see that. Recently, however, we got the images from a new survey, which shows new views of this interaction. And lo and behold, what do we see here? But a counter stream leading in the opposite direction, leading the motion of the clouds. So what does this tell us? That the gravitational model in which the Magellanic Clouds are torn towards the Milky Way by means of tidal forces is in fact the correct one. Ah, that's a very, very big key point. Man, what the hell is going on? That was, oh boy. I thought it was going to be a little easy because I love the Milky Way and the Andromeda and stuff like that. I'm all like a little bit of a junkie, but to be honest with you, that was pretty fucked up. So here we go. We got totally. six questions and it's the same time, the same amount of time, but don't worry. We're going to take our time with this. Six or seven, that's seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, yeah, seven. Well, on the seventh slide, it says view your results, right? Oh, and, okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Okay. Oh, Jesus. That was a little hard, but let's do it. What is the lecture mainly about? Is it about the effect of the Milky Way on nearby galaxies? Is it about inhabitable galaxies? Now, I didn't hear anything in regards to inhabitable or habitable. Mm-hmm. So we can hurry up and eliminate B. That's good. How interaction between galaxies formed the Milky Way? No. I don't believe there was a form of the Milky no. Way through other galaxies. No. 
the different features of the Milky Way galaxy? No, they didn't talk about the features, no? So, okay, so we're looking more at like A, right? I know, there are no features. Now, it talks about, obviously, ram pressure and stripping, cluster tides merging, uh, small Mm -hmm. and large clouds, but this is all based around how two galaxies and... Fuck, I don't know. (laughs) Do you like A? A. Okay. Mm -hmm. I like it. Okay, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, yeah, A does sound pretty good. So, okay, let's go with that. Which of the following is true about the... Ma- oh, there! Oh, the Magellanic! Shit! Magellanic. I didn't write down that word because it was confusing. I I wrote magic something. <laughs> I just know that with M. Did you write down local group? And oh, local. I wrote down local group, but I don't know if it pertains to local group. Oh man! Clouds. Oh, oh, this is hard. This is so, so many details. Okay, here we go. Now, Sagittarius is being ripped away. They are orbiting the Milky Way. In this one, on the naked eye, I, I heard that. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, that's right. That's right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, the Magellanic Clouds. Okay, so smaller galaxies being bound, don't orbit around them, gravitational link between galaxies, the local group, 14 to 26 small galaxies with 1. 4, well, within 1.4 million light years. Uh, you can't see it, not with the naked eye. Two galaxies, mm. large clouds and small clouds. Now, the Magellanic Clouds... You can't clouds, see it, the naked eye, no? No. Uh, no. Yeah, but it comes before large clouds and small clouds. Uh-huh. Can now it says moving to orbit. Clouds. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I got one right here. Orbit around Milky Way galaxy. So what I'm looking at, the first mention of the Magellanic clouds were right here. Okay? So what I'm going to do, I'm going to look down from my notes to understand. Okay? Exactly, you know, where we're at. Now, obviously, yes, we already know. But we're, I'm walking you through this process. So, I believe, because I wrote it down here, it orbits around the Milky Way. Now, I'm a little bit scared because it says Sagittari- uh, Sagittarius Dwarf. I don't know if that orbits... Oh, damn. Okay, so listen. You think Naked Eye, right? Naked Eye rolled down Naked Eye. So, but, uh, so check this out. It says they are orbiting, yeah. They are, they are. I see local group and I see naked eye before the mention of small clouds. So if we want, if we're gonna go with that, let's see how our notes fare, okay? Because I wrote down the local group and I wrote down the naked eye. The thing is, the local group was mentioned before the clouds. The naked eye was mentioned before the clouds. So we're going to see whether or not this is correct or incorrect versus you know their over orbit in the Milky Way. However, it's the Sagittarius dwarf that is orbiting the Milky Way. And moving more quickly than other satellite galaxies? Did you ever hear the word satellite? Satellite. I didn't write down satellite at all, so I really do not like D. No. Yeah. I I, I really don't like D. So basically, it's Milky Way or it's not. So it could be either Milky Way Mm -hmm. or local group. We will see. So let's go on to the next one. 
the professor implies that a galaxy a galaxy gets consumed when a it is pulled to within 1.4 light years of the milky way it is no longer visible that's really dumb stars stop orbiting it and begin to orbit the milky way or the galaxy begins to orbit the milky way Ooh. Here we go. I got something right here. I'm going to uh, turquoise it or whatever color that is. Now, here we go. Orbit around Milky Way in process of being consumed by it. I like C. I don't know. What do you think? I kind of like C. And this one, I don't know. I'm confused. Now, but if we look at the notes, that's all I can do is go by, notes, I can't go by anything else. Now, A doesn't make sense, so we can use the process of elimination, correct? Mm -hmm. A sounds stupid as hell. A sounds so stupid, okay? B, it is no longer visible? What? <laughs> okay, I'm going to consume you because you are no longer visible to us. Come on. It, it, I'm trying to put one and one <laughs> together, and it ain't making much sense. C and D are both very good answers. But the thing is, it says here, orbit around Milky Way in process of being consumed by it. Stars stop orbiting it and begin to orbit the Milky Way. And when they begin to orbit around the Milky Way, they're in the process of being consumed by it. So by the yellow and by the whatever color that is, I could say, you know what? I kind of like C more than D. Than D. Okay. All right. Okay. Notes are everything. Do you have those notes down? Might I ask? The consume, no. Consume, no. Okay. All right. Didn't All right. write down. It's too, it's too fast and long. <laughs> <laughs> you better, boy, you better get your game. You better get that game up. You know what I'm saying? You know, because if we can, if you wrote down consume, we might be all right. If you didn't, at least use the process of elimination and eliminate A and B and just go with your heart on C and D, okay? All right. Listen again to the part of the conversation, then answer the following question below. Click the audio image to listen. What does the professor mean when he says the following? All right, here we go. I see some blank faces out there, and I realize that I'm going over your heads, and I don't expect you to note these down. Here. I just want to illustrate the various interactions taking place. Remember, he started saying a lot of things, and I'm like, what the hell is he talking yeah. about? And both you and I were like, what? Crazy. Uh-huh. I was like, bro, you are tripping. You need to chill. Merging, <laughs> ramp pressure stripping, cluster tides. So what does he mean? He knows that the students do not understand. That's correct. Yes. Why? Because both you and I were the students and we had no fucking idea what he was talking about. Okay, that's how we do it, Grace. Good, good. <laughs> the other answers are he is, expects the students to know this. No. no. He is repeating something the students already know about. No. Hell no. He is briefly talking about a separate, separate subject. What, like psychology? No. So no. that's why it's I love A. a. Yes. All right, we're looking good. We're looking good right now. Okay, so here, 
Ooh, shit, that's why I wrote it down. See, hey, when he referenced the picture, the picture. he said in the picture, if you didn't write that down, it's going to be a little hard to find the information. It says here in number five, the new images of the Magellanic Cloud prove that. Now, I don't know if it's new. Did I write down new images? No, I just see. New. I did write new images. Oh, shit. At the end. At the end. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for pointing that out, Grace, because guess what? I probably would have went with something down here and I would have gotten the wrong answer. But then I saw recently new images. Be very careful. TOEFL does that, okay? So here we go. That shows new views of interaction, my notes, counter stream leading in opposite direction, leading motion of clouds, gravitational model torn towards Milky Way is the correct one. So, A, a previously unconsidered theory was correct. B, a widely accepted theory was correct. Fuck, I think one of those are correct. A, a previously disputed theory was correct. And two theories, I hate it. Two theories were correct. Work together to get the result. Nah, I don't like D. Okay, so let's look at the picture before 25 years ago. Two galaxies massed together, trailing stream of hydrogen clouds. The research was that material being stripped from clouds. Now remember here, the gravitational model torn towards Milky Way is the correct one. Meaning one is correct, another one is not correct. Not correct, mm -hmm. Now, and it says here, the scientists were not satisfied for two main reasons. Okay, so a previously unconsidered theory was correct. I don't think that's true because it can't be unconsidered. Mm -hmm. A widely accepted theory was correct. Uh, C. C. C, a previously disputed theory was correct. Why? The scientists were not satisfied for two main reasons. However, in present day and recently, it shows that the gravitational mon model of the Milky Way is the correct one meaning another one is incorrect that is very good grace your goddamn analytics and the critical thinking is all there that's what i like <laughs> i know you're like, oh hell no what the hell is this what is that? oh my god oh i've never seen this in my life oh uh, they saw me a picture maybe i will get it but i didn't see hey but you're before. you know more science than me Okay, I'm more science. You better help me right here. Don't play with me. Okay. <laughs> no, you help me. Oh hell no. I can't help. Oh hell to the no. Oh Jesus. Oh boy. Okay. All right, let's take a step back. This is a little bit crazy. I don't think you're ever gonna get photos on TOEFL. So let's take a step back. Deep breath in, nice exhale. Let's execute. All right, now I don't know what we're looking at, but let's just say Milky Way. Okay, so what's happening here, I'm gonna just highlight this right here. I think this is our answer. So I've highlighted it on the screen. 
Now, no stars in string, just hydrogen. No leading string, no string breaking away from the galaxy in direction of the orbit. Just one trailing behind. So, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so A, it looks like there's a Milky Way. Now there's a strong stream to the left of it. And I don't know if that's going in the right direction or not. But let's just uh -huh. look. <coughs> okay, so where are the clouds? We need to understand where the clouds are. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is fucked up. I would totally just guess this. This is ridiculous. Totally. Oh my Stone god. String. No, uh, Oh, but you know, this brings me back to uh uh. This brings me back to those cat. Mm -mm, I ain't got time. But I ain't got time. You're not gonna have time <laughs> to read over these. No, so. totally. Not to analyze the the picture and everything. Okay, exactly. There's no way. So you got strong and faint, faint and strong. There's only one trail in behind. No leading stream. Okay, and then strong and faint. There's no leading stream. If there's no leading stream, hey, there's no leading stream. Pero, Just one uh, trailing behind. A strong stream. Do you see? All of them has leading stream, but I don't know leading. But which one is the leading? Way. Exactly. Oh, direction. Exactly. I think C is the answer. Because there's no leading stream, right? That's what it says here. Uh huh. And this is the leading. leading stream. Leading and leading. It's a good guess. <laughs> but it says in the bottom. Where would go like that? Yeah, but that's just the direction. So the direction, but there is no leading stream. Okay. Okay, let's do that. Because we already. Oh, man. Oh, man, I wouldn't be surprised if we get wrong. It's going to be terrible. Four out of six. Damn it. Okay, something went terribly wrong. But we got A, the effect of Milky Way on nearby galaxies. Good. Bull fucking and shit. Satellite. Where? We got the one that we absolutely believe that we were going to get right wrong. They are moving more quickly than other satellite galaxies. Hmm. What is, is this? So this is two options. Number two is two options. Ah, so options. they're basically saying so that's the correct. answer. Moving too fast to be in orbit. Wow. Two options. So yeah. it is one and D. So That's right, A and D. A and D. And I guess it's all based on the premise that apparently moving too fast to be in orbit. Fast. Oh, you know what? The one that we totally thought we got right, and we thought that was the worst answer out of all of them. Whatever. I give up. Okay, good. Stars orbiting it and begin to orbit the Milky Way. Very, very good. So I think our last wrong answer is number six. So... He knows the students do not understand. Easy. A previously disputed theory. That was correct. Huh? Correct answer A. 
No. Tell me why. Okay, here we go. Answer A. This picture fits the description the most. In the picture, the strong stream represents the counter stream mentioned in the passage as it leads, which is synonymous with being more powerful in the opposite direction in relation to the faint stream, which is synonymous with being less powerful. Oh, assholes. Ooh. I didn't know that it was about the lead that the, the, I didn't know. Oh man! <laughs> As a result, it leads. In other words, it determines the motion of clouds. Man, fuck you! That is ridiculous. Super hard. Yeah. Listen, I don't think you're ever gonna get a question. I hope to. I hope to Buddha anything out there, whoever and whatever people that you you know believe in. I hope that we don't get <clears> something <throat> so technical where we have to choose a Ooh. photo. This isn't college. When I saw this, I'm like, this is bo- This is what I see uh, saw on my test years ago. No, <laughs> TOEFL, TOEFL is about testing English. It's not about testing science. Science, correct. <laughs> correct. 